Hello everyone, what's Babylon? <laughs> this is Psycho Babbles with Miranda and Lauren and special guests Haley and Adam. Um, okay, yeah, so this is the podcast for my class, Psychological Effects of the Internet, where I talk about the topics I'm learning and Lauren and today also Haley and Adam respond with their own thoughts. Um, yeah, if you guys have any. It'd be kind of awkward, though, if they didn't. Anyway, um, so yeah, this is episode 20, so we're like a fourth of the way there. Let's go. Um, we finally finished answering the question, is the internet changing the way we communicate? And now today, we're doing something that no college student has ever been taught before. How to email a professor. Um, so exciting. So exciting. Okay, so yeah, last episode we established our communication isn't necessarily changing, and that means that while not every student is informal with their professors, there are still some who are, Um, and the point of this assignment was to provide us with guidelines to follow when we email our professors, um, which is, yeah, very difficult, apparently, but email allows people of different status to communicate with each other. Um, This, however, does mean we can address them like we are on the same status, Um, But, like, the facts are professors are our superiors, um, and we have to treat them like they are. They worked hard to get to where they're at, and the least we can do is, like, not undermine that work um, by addressing them as though we are on the same level, you know? Um, Anyway, um, I figured the way we can do this is I go through each guideline, and you guys can let me know if it was obvious to you or not, because some of them are self-explanatory, but some of them are not weird, but, like, I had never heard of them. Okay. Um, yeah. Don't touch me with your feet. <laughs> anyway. Um, okay. The first is to use your university email. That's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, right. I'll say, I don't think... I don't think I've ever been like, I'm going to email my professor with my Super Ninja Olsen <laughs> email. <laughs> but also, like, it's already readily available to you. Yeah. So why would you, like, log into a completely different account just to email somebody? Yeah. And when you type in their name, too, like, doesn't it pop out because it's all whisk? Um, Yeah, no, I put that in my notes, Lauren. You're so smart. I said the fact that they have to keep their email readily available. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, that means they receive a lot of spam, too. Um, And so you don't want to risk your important question being, like, pushed into the depths of a spam folder. Um, I personally never check my spam folder. Um, So if... Yeah, if anyone sends me anything important, I probably won't get it. Um, But yeah, they probably also won't get it. So yeah. Um, The next is to use your professor's last name in your salutation. That's also obvious. Yeah. Yeah. Would you call your professor by the first name? I wouldn't call. I wouldn't be like, hey, David. No, I think I've I've in the past I've used, um, like, hey, professor or something like that. But I don't use, like, your name. I see. I think like, I don't say their first name ever in an email. You can go professor last name. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I see TAs always confuse me because I feel like I should be professional with TAs, mm-hmm. but I don't know because yeah, they're also a TA. Yeah. Some of them are really casual, but then some of them I'm like because we don't say like TA Alley. Yeah. Alley. Yeah. Because they don't really give us like their last names. Mm-hmm. Like, Only the email. Yeah. Maybe like Mrs. Alley. But yeah, yeah. I would just say, hey, Allie. Yeah, Yeah, I think it's a little awkward um, to, like, try to... Because they're close to our age, too. Like, Mm -hmm. most of them are grad students. Not Allie. Really? 
No, she's married. She, uh, well, she can be married and still young. No, we know like, personally. No, no, she looks like she's like 35. Oh my god, Olivia. Yeah. Shout out our roommates. Um, roommates. Yeah, they're married. So, they're married. anyway, okay, we're just gonna end on that note. Um, the next one then is to, yeah, never address your professor by their first name unless they explicitly allow it. Because, I mean, if they prefer their first name, then, like, obviously. Yeah. Um, um, but, yeah, I don't know. I think it's personal preference. And just out of, like, respect, don't just straight off the bat. Like, I feel like it's safer to not assume that you guys are close enough to be like, I'm going to call you Josh. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, the next one is to start a new... Yeah, start a new message unless the current message is the same topic as the previous message. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't email Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, I feel like I could see how that one would be confusing. Um, because you're like, oh, I've already started communication with my professor. I'll just stay with that same communication. But then you have to change the subject yeah, heading. I, I would hope that people would know, like, the reason emails have a subject line yeah for you to use it so mm-hmm. i think starting a fresh one for every you know different topic would just make sense yeah i think that's the next one too is write an informative subject heading yeah and so like you kind of can't do that if you're just right. using the same previous message um and then it also kind of looks like you're just addressing the same topic over and over again and the professor might be like what the heck why are they not understanding yeah. um but anyway so yeah the next one is write an informative subject heading um, because professors have a lot to do, and they may have multiple classes. Um, so you have to make sure you write the course numbers so they know which class they're answering the question for, and they can prepare, you know? Um, make their life easier for them, and I guess also us, because then we can get a response quickly. Um, the next one is write grammatically, spell correctly, and use appropriate capitalization. Yeah, also obvious. Yeah, also obvious might have small issues with that, but yeah. you spell check on your emails, so. Lauren. <laughs> but, I'm not saying you misspell a lot in emails, but you just misspell a lot in general. Yeah, <laughs> Don't you well, use no, grammar? Yeah, I use grammar. All right, so yeah, having grammar. Yeah. Yeah, I would um, never spell, you'd never catch me spell anything wrong when I said something. No, I know. Not only is yeah, it I embarrassing. I check my email, like, my, I reread my email, like, five times. Yeah. Just to make yeah. sure it's nothing's like, spelled wrong. I just feel like it's embarrassing when you make spelling error errors like it just doesn't reflect well on you like kind of shows you care um yeah um let me see i'm reading through this right now um use paragraph breaks to help organize your message um because big blocks of text are overwhelming and i agree with that one strongly because if i see a big block of text i'm gonna be like I don't want to read that. I don't want to. Usually, when I try to send emails, I try to do it like short and to the point, not yeah. like just be concise emails. Yeah, yeah. It's not like they have much time. It's not like yeah. a book. They um, pretend they don't have a lot of time. Yeah, but yeah, it makes it again. It makes it easier for them, <laughs> so they don't have to go through and find specific questions in your message. And then that also makes it easier for you because then you can get a question or an answer back sooner because mm-hmm. they're not trying to decipher what the heck you're saying. Um, but yeah. Um, the next one is don't use email to rant or whine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wasn't that's, really... That's what Piazza's for. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've never used Piazza before. No, it's a STEM thing. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm STEM! <laughs> it's a hard STEM thing. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm a soft STEM. 
Um, but yeah, your friends are for ranting and whining. Um, yeah. Or if you really have a complaint, like yeah, then go to like maybe a TA. Or Wait something. for the course evaluation. Yeah, do that too. Yeah. Even if it was quote unquote a complaint, a complaint isn't the same as a comment. Yeah. You had like a oh, yeah. concern over your grade or for exam was something like yeah. wrong. I think whining like would different be different than comment. Yeah, I think whining would be like, Oh my god, you give so much homework yeah. and I don't have time for that and the homework is pointless. I feel like that'd be ranting or whining. Yeah. Um, but yeah, your professor's not where you word vomit about how much you hate their class because it only <laughs> makes them dislike you more. Um, and, like, they're not going to change the course specifically for you because they sent you a huge rant. Like, it only reflects badly on you, you know? Um, and the final one is to write the body of your message first and then fill in the two-line last. And that was one I had never heard before. Wait, the two-line as in for your sentences? Yeah. Maybe because Wait, but, like, why would you need to do that? Yeah, and so the, the idea behind this one is it's a method for you to double check what you have written and it prevents you from sending rants or whines because you kind of have to like think about it before you just hit send okay if that makes sense so you're not impulsively sending because you have to write your message and then go back and write who you're sending it to and it might be a reminder too being like oh my god wait i'm sending this to my professor kind of thing makes sense if you're not the sort of person to already be yeah to double check because like lauren was just saying i mean I also reread my message mm-hmm. many times before I send it. So, but I guess if you're not consciously doing that, going back to the two line might be helpful. Yeah, um, and I will admit, even after doing this homework assignment, which was from Unit Four, so it was a really long time ago, um, I have not started using this tip. <laughs> like, like I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna expose myself a little in here. Um, that's the only one I don't think I do. Yeah. <coughs> Sorry, I can excuse Adam's sneeze because Lauren coughs repeatedly. <laughs> anyway, okay. Um, so yeah, that's it. Um, if you didn't know how to write an email to a professor before, now you're a genius in that department. Um, and as your professor for this podcast, I now declare it that you all call me Professor Miranda. Did you actually write that? Yeah, I did write that. <laughs> I said I give you permission to use my first name, but be respectful about it. This is when you can. I'm gonna send you all my whining. I'm like, I am not your friend. This is professional. But yeah, these are the kinds of things I write in my scripts when you can tell I've been writing podcast episodes for too long and I start just having random thoughts. Um, But yeah, so the next episode will be about internet based communication in research. So stay tuned. And here's Lauren with a sponsor. A word from today's sponsor. Yep. This episode of Psychobabbles is sponsored by email. Do you not have one of these following communications? Yahoo, Outlook, Bing, Gmail, or Snail Mail? Well, then I suggest you get one. It has been tested and proven and shown in the cinematic masterpiece, You've Got Mail, starring Tom Hanks and the other one. We highly recommend it and please get it today. Disclaimer, we're not actually sponsored by email.